Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Recorded live. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. How are you tonight? Doing yourself? Good. Good. How are you all feeling tonight? Uh, feeling okay. My wife's feeling uh, better. She's still uh, not up to full speed yet, though. And you're not congested anymore? No, I don't think so. I don't feel any. Good. Good, good, good. Yes, it is good. Uh, No one else is on the call yet, and... uh... Uh, moment. See if anybody else comes on. I know some people um quiet. Mm-hmm. A little slight flurries over there. I'm sorry, what? You have slight flurries over there? Yeah, we, we've we got a little snow today, not a whole lot. We'll wait here a bit and see what's... Uh, Who's going to come on? Have you ever talked to Earl? Um, any, did he get the uh, screen? Uh, he's ordered it. He hasn't received it yet. He said it be, uh, could be as long as a month before it arrives. I see. How's your mom? Uh, she's all right. She's just about the same. No, not much. Uh, to say good because... It's just the condition she's in. Her her memory's uh, pretty much shot. You can uh, you can talk to her about an hour, two hours after she had lunch, and she won't remember what it was that she had for lunch. I see. I see. Officer Vet, God bless you. You're on the call, sir. God bless you, Preface. How are you? I'm fine. How you doing? Fine. Um, just want to um, give my condolences again in the loss of your mother. Yes, sir. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait a, a minute here, a um, couple of minutes, and we'll start our call. Um, it's good to have you on. Uh, you have good weather there in Georgia? Yes, sir. Um, right now, we're not having any stormy weather right now. It's just cold. What's cold? What does that mean to you in Georgia? 
Um, when it's like um, in the 40s. 50s, well, 40s, and below. <laughs> it's in the we'll 40s t- right now. We'll take that. We'll take that. It's in the 20s here. Wow. Yeah, Amen. I'm just getting in on the call. I just caught part of um, what we said. Put that in the trash, baby. Well, we had we haven't actually started the call. I was just asking uh, Officer Shank about his mother. Oh, okay. Uh, praise the Lord. Someone else is on the call from Cleveland. Who do we have on the call? Someone else just called in from Cleveland. Well, I guess they don't want to let us know who it is, but glad to have you. Um, so um, wait a couple more minutes, and we'll start the uh, actual call. But we were uh, talking about uh, his mother. Uh, she's there in, uh, is that Evansville, Indiana? Evansville, right. Yes, Evansville. So um, allow us... Uh, at the end of the call, uh, please remind me while I pray for uh, Prophecy Vet's family. Uh, yes. As I just shared, she uh, lost her mother. Yes. And um, pray for your mother, sir. And uh, also, um, I just spoke to Bishop Atman. Oh, yeah. Uh, some people don't know who this is. This is a Jamaican bishop in uh, Montreal, uh, Quebec. Um, he's a uh, not feeling well this evening. On Christmas, he fell um, at his home. Um, so um, uh, we want to um, pray for him. And uh, whoever that is on uh, call from Cleveland, just share your name. I, I know who you are, but just share your name so that uh, everybody knows that you're on the call, and we understand that you can't uh, uh, actually get on the call because of uh, a scenario there at the home. But please, uh, just greet the saints, please. Um, so um, let us start uh, the call. Um, Professor Ed, would you open up with prayer? Yes, sir. Um um, Heavenly Father, we come before you tonight, Lord, and we come together in unity and on one accord, Lord God. We thank you for being able to fellowship with one another. We thank you for being able to gain insight from one another, Lord. We know that everything is in your hands, Lord God, and we just thank you, Lord, because your ways are higher than ours, Lord, and we just thank you for what you are doing in our lives. We thank you for being able to receive the knowledge and the insight that you desire to share with us on this night, Lord God. And we bless you right now, Lord, and we thank you for being receptive of what you're getting ready to give us. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen, and thank God. So we welcome you all uh, to the Apostles' Roundtable tonight. And thank God for uh, this new year, 2017. Uh, The second month, we're in the month of February, and... um, uh, again, we thank the Lord for just opportunity uh, to speak and share with you. Uh, 
I want to um, just have a short, dis- you know, short discussion. I want to share something, and then I would love. Uh, I'm, I'm requesting that you all interact uh, verbally um, with uh, your uh, input or questions or comments, um, and um, just asking you to pray for me. What uh, came to my mind. Um, to discuss uh, tonight was something that uh, Jesus had said uh, before he went to heaven. And he said this to uh, his uh, uh, 11 uh, disciples. Um, Of course, we, you know, uh, a few days later it would have been Matthias. And then down the road it would have been uh, uh, Saul of Tarsus, Paul, became uh, what we call the 13th apostle or one of the apostles. And um, I just want to kind of share this as a reminder of why we are uh, have been called into the body of Christ, why we've been called into uh, leadership, uh, into ministry. Uh, this passage is something that you uh, certainly know and have heard uh, numerous times. It's in Matthew chapter 28, and uh, beginning at verse 16. And I'm reading from the uh, uh, Young's literal translation, from the literal translation. So it's not King James' uh, uh, version. It may sound a little um, different. Verse 16 says, And the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mount where Jesus appointed them. And having seen him, they bowed to him, and some did waver. Excuse me. And having come near, Jesus spake to them, saying, Given to me was all authority in heaven and on earth. Having gone, then disciple, having gone, then disciple all the nations. So he's saying to them, when I leave, your assignment is to disciple all the nations, baptizing them to the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all, whether I did command you, and lo, I am with you all the days till the full end of the age. And um, Matthew uh, 28, verse 16 through uh, 20, and uh, we know in the King James Version that so many people um, have uh, been raised up in. Jesus, uh, King James Version says, for them to make disciples and teach, you know, you know uh, them to observe all things that I've commanded you. And then I think King James Version says, Lord, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. And so I want to point out something um, here in uh, this passage to just be a reminder for us uh, as we go forth in in our day-to-day walk, in our uh, leadership and ministry. Um, Jesus... uh, told them 
to make disciples. He said to disciple all the nations, to disciple them. And one of the things that Jesus did not say, he did not say to uh, get people, uh, to get members, get people saved and just get members in the church. He said to disciple them, disciple all the nations, to make disciples, as the King James Version says, and teach them all things that I, that you have, uh, to teach them all the things that they observed and that they had been taught. So there is an assignment uh, that everybody has, and that is what to make uh, disciples. Now, we have to come to um, know what a disciple is. Uh, in the Greek, a disciple is a pupil. Uh, in the Hebrew, the disciple is a person uh, that is a pupil and that learns to the point where they're able to do what they've been taught. This is not head knowledge, it's knowledge that put forth in action. So Jesus took 12 and taught them in three and a half years and left and they had become his pupils they were his disciples uh, we know they were they were apostles because they were sent but they were disciples and um, when they left when he left the disciples went forth and did the very things and greater things than jesus did they did the very things and greater things that Jesus did in the earth. And that was that's what uh, a disciple is. In the in the Hebrew mindset, uh, you're not taught. You you've you've not been taught until you can put what you've been taught into action. And it has to meet the criteria of being and doing exactly like your instructor has has taught you. You end up doing the very thing that the instructor has taught you. And so a lot of times uh, in, uh, in uh, this modern day uh, church, you have a lot of people that have, uh, they attend Sunday school classes, they attend Christian education classes, they attend, um, Bible studies and so on and so forth, prophetic schools and so on and so forth, all kinds of different uh, schools in, in in the church setting. And they have a lot of they have a lot of uh, head knowledge, a lot of uh, uh, mental knowledge, but you but you haven't really been taught until you've been able to put this in action. And so uh, all of us have um, this foundational ministry of discipling people of uh, when people get saved that's one step they've got to grow into maturity to be a disciple a pupil and um, I want to say for example uh, you can uh, people read in the um, uh, Mark 16 you know these signs shall follow them that believe you know, in my name, cast out devils, heal the sick, et cetera, et cetera. 
Well, what Jesus was saying there uh, is, and this is really in the same conversation that we read in Matthew, that um, though we can, though we read in Scripture where we see Jesus healed people, and though Jesus says these signs shall follow them to believe, the idea is that we're to go forth and lay hands on the sick and people get healed. Uh, we're supposed to be able to uh, uh, speak to uh, the demonic, to the spiritual world, and cast out demons. Uh, we're to, of course, all of this is through the direction and unction of the Holy Spirit and, you know, and our Lord Jesus Christ. Of course, you know, that's, that's an understatement. That's, that's the foundational thing, but he uses us as the tool. So there should be um, signs following, amen, uh, the work of ministry. There should be um, people who should be getting delivered uh, in the midst of uh, the people of God. And as leaders, um, um, uh, people should not be coming to um, ministries if you're a pastor of a church or whatever should be coming to the ministries and uh, there there's no change um, in their uh, life. There should be, uh, as I said, should be deliverances and healings and miracles and the supernatural uh, uh, should be uh, manifest. The supernatural God should be manifested. His love, amen, his agape should be manifested in Amen. Changing and transforming people's lives. So we have a responsibility to make disciples. And the key is uh, disciples should, if, if, if we expect disciples, uh, people becoming disciples, and they go forth and, for example, lay hands on the sick and they recover, they should be able to see the instructor us who teach them to do the same. Uh, so if you have a, um, um, and so, uh, so I wanted to read this passage of scripture and let you see, amen, that Jesus was saying, you know, to uh, disciple the nations, to make disciples. And nowhere here is he, is the implication to fill your church up uh, so that you could have, a, um, in essence, a mega church, and then, you know, get caught up in the pride, the pride of that. But uh, he's talking here about equipping people to do the work of the ministry. That is our, that is our responsibility. And... Um, we have a, a grave responsibility in this end time to go forth and do the work of the Lord. And uh, certainly our lives have to be, uh, we have to have a sanctified, uh, set-apart life. And uh, we have to have the commitment and dedication unto the Lord and uh, uh, walk in faith and obedience and in agreement with the uh, with God, agreement with the Holy Spirit. How can two walk together except they agree? And so uh, the world needs us, and uh, the world does not need Christians who are who are like um, 
trees with leaves, a fruit tree with leaves with no fruit. Um, people want to see people want to see Jesus, the real Jesus. They want to see God, and uh, they want to see God's love expressed. And God's love is expressed, Amen. Many times, Amen, through uh, the gifts and the fruit of the Spirit. Uh, again, I want to stress uh, with you tonight. Said I'm not going to be long. I want to stress with you tonight that um, we have a great responsibility of making disciples. Uh, if I can say this before I uh, uh, close, when the people came to, uh, when Jesus um, Jesus went forth to gather his uh, disciples, when he prayed all night, went to the mountain, prayed all night, and uh, got his disciples, you know, the 12 that he was going to train, they did not have, they did not have it all together. Um, part of that three and a half years of, of them watching and observing him was also in their making. He he received broken people and transformed them. Amen. Uh, to become, uh, they were some were fishers and they became fishers of men. So we have to understand, amen. When people gather to you in ministry. Uh, don't think that people are going to be W-H-O-L, whole. There may be some uh, areas that uh, um, the Lord is going to use you and the Lord is going to uh, work on them to bring them into maturity so they can function. And um, if you if you ever get a uh, the, the, the Peter type of servant um, who was kind of headstrong, talked too quick, whatever, moved too fast. Uh, you know, just because somebody has some what we call character defects doesn't mean that they're not leaders. You just have to see, as um, uh, Prophet Patricia says, you have to see the glory, amen, assigned to their life. So no matter what a person is going through, you don't focus on uh, uh, the negatives, the weaknesses. You focus on their strengths, and you focus on, amen, their, uh, the glory, amen, that God assigned, is assigned to their life. So uh, don't expect, you know, don't dismiss uh, from, your, um, from your entourage, if you will, you know, people that uh, have a lot of hang-ups, unless the Lord tells you to dismiss them. Um, because, amen, God gets the glory in using people that are messed up, amen, and then he is able to break them and use them. Uh, and the key here is, uh, again, to make disciples. Disciples are pupils. Pupils, and, in the, and I say this again as a refresher, in the, uh, unlike, in the, unlike in the Western world, um, so, uh, for example, prophecy, that is a teacher. And uh, uh, in the Western world, we teach um, information. We teach supposedly knowledge. And then we say, uh, take this test. And if you take this test, you pass and you graduate. You get promoted. Just because you take a test and pass it doesn't mean you've gathered the information. You can take – you can – you can 
uh, learn the facts, get all the uh, right answers concerning the facts, and still not know the subject. That's the Western idea, the Western idea of um, what they call the Greek idea of thinking. One of the re- um, I don't want to go off on this because I'm about to. I guess I will go ahead. One of the reasons why the Western world lags behind in education is because uh, of the uh, teaching. I'm, I'm not an instructor. Uh, is because of the teaching style, how we teach uh, students in the uh, East, in the East, and in the Hebraic understanding of uh, uh, discipleship, of uh, instruction. You don't know it until you can do it. And uh, and I'm, I, I just gave the Griffin uh, <laughs> definition, okay? I just cut short. You don't know it until you can do it. And so um, Jesus, amen, uh, tells his uh, 12, I'm going away. And uh, uh, let not your heart be troubled. And so uh, they go. he goes away and he tells them, go and wait in Jerusalem uh, for the promise of the Father. They are empowered. They are filled with the Holy uh, Ghost, Holy Spirit, depending on, you know, um, uh, what you say, Spirit of God. And um, they go forth, and in their time, they turn the world upside down. Uh, people are raised from the dead. People, um, lives are changed. 3,000 saved, 5,000 saved. Um, um, there's no limitation to what the Spirit of the Lord is doing, amen, in them and through them. Uh, they challenge the very, uh, 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 their ministry, God's ministry in them, challenge the very governments uh, of their day. And um, we have to understand they were effective in what God called them to do. God wants us to be effective. He wants us, amen, to... Um, we have... Some, we have some, I, won't, I won't say a name. Um, after the call, I'll probably call this person. But we have a person here... Uh, on the call, this got deliverance ministry, and, and there's others here that have deliverance ministry. There's more than one, but I, I won't call a name. But um, just thinking about one person here, and so uh, people all, you know, messed up people come to um, um, this person is drawn to people with all kinds of uh, issues and, and and addictions and so on and so forth, needing deliverance and whatever. And uh, God expects us to be successful in him and uh, if we allow if we allow God to have his way in us uh, disciples will come forth and uh, people who are on drugs prostitutes pimps um, gangbangers you know murderers thieves you name it amen God can what change their life transform their life and make them disciples Amen. And useful in the kingdom. Uh, the idea, amen, of me talking about this for the last uh, 20, 25 minutes is I'm stressing the idea of discipleship and not membership. Uh, the, the Matthew 28 had nothing to do with membership. It had to do with discipleship. 
and um, I think we need to have a, um, and I, I'm not talking about us, we, so we as general, we need to have a change of thinking um, when we understand this uh, transforming uh, scripture. It was essentially the last thing that Jesus told his disciples before he left. Uh, discipleship. And so um, for the next 15 or 20 minutes, thank you for your time for listening to me. Um, please be considerate of your brother and sister on the call. But let's have some um, uh, feedback or some uh, comments or some questions or anything you want to say or share. So God bless you and thank you. Who else? Who's Who wants to start? <clears throat> who wants to start? Anyone? Yes, uh, I'll start. Uh, discipleship is probably best done by one-on-one or small groups. Uh, Jesus' example of a small group is 12. And you impart your ministry into them that they would receive God's blessing, that they would receive God's ministry uh, through the teaching and spending time, especially with the Lord in the scriptures and in prayer uh, so that they would have uh, the desire to replicate uh, the ministry that they received into someone else. The uh, That does not do well with what we know as church in uh, in the year 2017. Uh, church does not uh, easily transfer to discipleship. Uh, it, it needs smaller smaller groups to work more effectively, and that's all I've got for now. All right, all right. Anyone else? Hello. Okay, I'll call names. Dr. Shaw, God bless you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Um, I just I just got on the call, so I, I wanted to take a few minutes yet to listen, and then I'd like to comment a little later if that's okay. Oh, okay, all right. Prophecy vet. Prophecy I need a, I need a refresher myself because I've had so many distractions in the background. What? I I oh, have I'm heard talking. only okay. a part. I did hear the part about Matthew twenty eight and about um <clears throat> about um Jesus' purposes is not so much membership, but it's actually about discipleship, um, training people to not just um, learn what he wanted them to learn, but to also apply what they were to learn and um, also teach others to be able to do the same. So it's, it's not just uh, uh, just gathering people together just for membership. It's, um, it's for application. It's, and it's, when you look at the church paradigm now, um, and, and so many ministries 
um, there's there's very little discipleship taking place. Um, a lot of people are just there, and and I can't really say that we're, that a lot of people are actually being taught how to to be disciples. Um, it's just there, and they and there's not much of a teaching for the purpose of um, showing people how to apply what they learn when they're in church and. Um, it, it just seems like there's kind of been a shift from the original purpose of what Jesus meant. And it didn't just mean to just have people just there, um, never growing and, and, and never really learning how to apply what they are being fed. Um, that was not the purpose. The purpose was for people to to grow. Um, to, the purpose of, like, he gave us the fivefold for edification. That means there should be some kind of growth. Um, there should be some type of application of what's being taught. It shouldn't just be just, you know, just falling almost like on deaf ears, so to speak. Um, it's just you just bring them in, but that's it. There's nothing else going on after you bring them in. So it has to be more than just gathering the fish. Um, you also got to put the fish to per- to use to give them purpose. I mean, that's the part that I got in the midst of my son. Ruckus here. <laughs> well, uh, probably that uh, that's the main meat that I was trying to uh, share, and that is that uh, his focus was his instruction to them was uh, simple, and they understood it. Uh, they un- they understood the instruction, and that was uh, discipleship. And what we have in uh, what we have uh, focused on is membership. As a matter of fact, uh, I just make this very plain. A lot of a lot of people, uh, there's a mindset that feels that if you don't have a lot of members, that you're not that you're not successful. Success, success and success in God is obeying, is following His instructions and in, um, uh, to the T, if you will, 100% obedience to His instruction. Um, uh, so He emphasizes, as you said, uh, to make disciples. Uh, and not gather members. Uh, you can have a lot of members, and, and th- this this is the thing. This is the thing that I said said again. Um, here in America, for example, um, there's a you you get promoted. You you get promoted by taking. Now I I have I, you know, there's doctors on this call and and teach teachers just spoke. You tell me if I'm wrong. You get promoted when you pass exams. Is that correct? In school, in the school system, if you pass exams, you get promoted. Is that right or wrong? Amen. Yes, that's correct. And that and that is that's the Western model of uh, uh, education. The, you know, in the, as believers in Christ, as Christians, because because um, Jesus was a Hebrew. <laughs> and uh <laughs> and to understand uh the bible we have to understand the hebraic understanding uh of of what we read a lot of times we read the bible with a with a western mindset and uh the uh, as i said the hebraic understanding is you have not been taught until you can, I'll use Prophet Yvette's word, until you can apply it, until you can do it. 
so um, I can take um, I can take uh, certain courses here in America, pass them, and then if somebody uh, has me to go out and do it, I might not be able to do it, you know, because I all I have to do is if there's 50 questions, if I can remember the answers to the 50 questions, I get promoted. I get I, I pass on. Uh, allow me to say this. Allow me to say what uh, the Western mindset has done. Let me go off here for a moment. I was teaching last night about uh, covenant. And uh, those of you know that uh, on this coming Monday at 7, uh, 7 o'clock, we have the MFI Ministries uh, um, call, monthly call every second Monday. Last second Monday in January, I spoke about covenants. I started talking about covenants. And uh, let me share this about the Western mindset. When you go to any bookstore and buy a, buy, purchase a Bible, if you have a Bible at home and you look on the front cover of your Bible uh, or somewhere in the middle of two divisions of it, it's called Old Testament and New Testament. And in the, uh, in the West, Western culture, uh, what we've been taught without anybody, you know, what we've been taught uh, ignorantly uh, and, and that's not a bad word, just didn't know, uh, is that there's an there's a Old Testament and there's a New Testament. Well, to the Hebrew, that is incorrect. Uh, uh, the actual truth is the Old Testament was actually called the Old Covenant, and the New Testament was actually called the New Covenant. And... Um, and, and so that change came with King James translation. And uh, uh, if, 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 for example, we, if the word covenant was mentioned to a Hebrew, if you will, or people in the East, they understand what that means. We don't have a great understanding of, for example, covenant in our nation, that's why you have so many broken covenants. That's why you have such such a large amount of divorce because we don't understand covenant. Like somebody said last night, uh, marriage is a covenant, you know. And uh, all I'm I'm just using that as an example. I'm not talking about divorce. I'm not talking about marriage, but I'm saying, Amen. That we have to go back to the root, Amen. To the found to foundational truth so that we can make disciples who, amen, are doing what Jesus said. Um, here in America, for example, there seems to be a mindset in the American church that the church, the body of Christ revolves around the American church, the ideology in the American church. And yet uh, people from uh, third world countries now are coming to America uh, because God is sending them here to uh, bring us back to him, to bring revival in our uh, uh, land. Uh, so, again, I, again, I'm going off here. Uh, uh, the, what's come to me tonight is Matthew 28, verse 16 through, I think, 20. The idea of making disciples, discipleship. Discipleship. Where, where, uh, there is... Uh, I, I used to go to this church in Youngstown, Ohio, when I first got saved. Bishop uh, wasn't a bishop then; it was Norman Wagner, Norman Wagner's church. 
had a lot of men in the church. Bishop Wagner had his hair cut a certain way. He had his hair cut a certain way, and he dressed a certain way. He preached a certain way. And then I would see the uh, young men. I was, I think I was 24 years old at the time. I would see young men who had their hair cut just like him, tried to preach like him, tried to dress like him. Uh, we're, uh, sometimes in America, we try to make people uh, be like us. That's not good English, is it? Be like us. Uh, become like us. Um, our uh, responsibility is to make disciples, and their discipleship is uh, 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 to bring them into the image of Christ. And just like Apostle Shank said, um, uh, quote, church doesn't tend to do that. As a matter of fact, um, even the even the state even, even here's here's a little example of how you cannot make a person a disciple by saying to them, "Let's go to church." Now, listen to the words, "Let's go to church." Now, what does that mean? Um, because the truth of the matter is you are the church and the place you're telling them to go is not the church but is the sanctuary, is the place of worship, is the gathering place. Uh, you can't even say it's a temple because the temple is in you. You're the temple of the Holy Ghost. So there's a lot of erroneous and religious things that we say and we hurt, uh, harm ourselves in trying to make disciples because we're saying untruths you know you, you and I, i'm guilty of it i'm guilty of it i i taught it the other day and then i caught myself saying it you don't go to church you are the church and in the uh, book of acts uh um when it talks about the church it's talking about the people you know and they gather in, in house to house and Wherever the church went, wherever the people went, uh, the Lord followed. Signs and wonders followed them. The Lord did great things through them, and they were able to see, amen, that Jesus, that God is real, that he is really real, and they saw it through them. They, they experienced the love of the Father, amen, through the church. And that church was not that four walls, that brick or wood or whatever kind of structure it is, or it's a tent. And so uh, we're living these last days, and um, we um, God wants the church to become aware of it, who who they are in in Him, and go forth and make disciples uh, 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 amongst whoever we go to, and don't like I said, don't count people out. Who would have who who on this call if you had to. If you didn't know that Saul of Tarsus was come the Apostle Paul, that you would have taken uh, even I think it was what's his name Ananias uh, in uh, uh, in uh, Acts uh, nine uh, I can't even think of his name but who would have taken Saul of Tarsus and thought that he was going to become you know the, the great missionary you know the great man of God the great servant of God who who would have chosen him. So don't, uh, as they say, judge the book by its cover because 
you always want to look for the glory assigned in people's lives. So uh, that's it for me, I think. <laughs> anybody, want to, anybody want to talk about And it's Dr. Shaw, if I may. Uh, you, you basically, Apostle T, uh, summed it up uh, out of Matthew 28. Um, but what I was also thinking was, you know, um, in general, and probably everyone on the call knows, but uh, to sum up what the expectations of a disciple is, or what is a disciple, and what is discipleship, and it, it is uh, it's a process. It's a process of becoming Christ. And so, um, you know, it comes to how we into the Holy Spirit, you know, by the way we speak, by the way we think, you know, uh, dealing in the daily word, our actions, and being obedient to the word so that we can be able to reap the benefits of what the Spirit has for us, but to be able to have a testimony that we can bring in of the disciples by. And when I'm saying that, it's because uh, it's, it's a process because it takes more than a it's it's um a, for spiritual growth, and so and that spiritual growth becomes a personal relationship between you and God. And so, uh, when we do that, we want to put Jesus first in our lives, and then we want to follow the teachings and you know uh, be up under the Word so that we can be obedient to the Word, so we can be fruitful, and then show love to the others who are also disciples, so we have to show love one to another, you know, when we do that. And then as we become um, greater in the work that God has for us in the kingdom as disciples, uh, we can evangelize to uh, non-believers. Uh, you talked about, and, and I agree, it's not just telling them to come to church, but we have to let them know through our testimony, through our life, through experiences, what has done for us, the changes that he has to be able to uh, uh, boil over into getting them the understanding, giving them the understanding of the true and living God that we serve and, and how great he is and what he's done in our lives and, you know, the the changes that we have made in our lives is something that they can uh, look forward to giving them something to look forward to is hope that we give them and it's a, that we share with them, we teach them. We have. Your voice is going uh, Okay, can you hear me now? I can. Is this better? Okay. So it's, you know, it starts at one point and then we grow into the existence of that discipleship and then we form relationships with others who we can then turn into disciples and continue to work toward the building of the kingdom in knowing who God is and him being a true and living God, but showing the love that God has had for us that he can have for them in their growth. That's All right. it. All right. Amen. 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 Anyone else? 
anyone else. Amen. Thank God for you. So, uh, thank you, God. Um, some came on late, and uh, you may not, you know, know where we are. Thank you for coming on. Please know that this Monday at uh, seven o'clock, we're going to have a uh, if I if I even if I ministries call. It's not the same. It's not the same call ID. If you've never been on it, uh, it's not the same caller uh, ID. And so, inbox me, and you'll you'll see that information. Uh, I don't want to cut off. I just do want to say that um, uh, EMFI uh, is an apostolic fivefold ministry, and uh, the idea is to do all the things that we've been saying. It's to go forth and make disciples. So we want that grace to be in your ministry, even in your personal ministry, where you, um, allow me to say it like this. If I'm your covering, whatever, uh, you should know my heart uh, of what the Lord is leading me to do. Sometimes you have to talk to me one-on-one to uh, get that. Uh, Sometimes that's not going to be expressed on a call like this. But um, fivefold ministry, do what uh, Dr. Shaw said and Prophet Zivet and uh, Pablo Shank. You know, it's making disciples, it's equipping people, uh, getting them, and not um, pointing people to us, but certainly pointing people to uh, God and uh, for people to be effective. Uh, and I mean f- effective and successful, and success means obedience and doing what God says. If you if God tells you to do something and you do it, that's success. Success is not, you know, I'm going off again, Dr. Shaw. Success is not driving a, uh, a Bentley. You know, mm-hmm. That's not driving a Bentley or having a big 10-room uh, uh, house because of the ministry right. paid for it. That's not, that's not biblical success. Right. I'm, I'm not saying that God is can't bless people financially. I'm not. I'm not against that, but that's not the indication of success. Success is obeying and doing the will of God. Amen. Anybody uh, want to comment before we cut off? I have to cut a couple of minutes. Thank God for you. I'm just going to call some names. I'm not trying to point nobody out and make you. Um, not trying to get anybody to uh, I call your name doesn't mean you have to say anything, but I just want to acknowledge you are you are you on the call and, and just to acknowledge you meant how important you are to the ministry and to myself. I thank the Lord, Amen for your ministry, Eliza, Amen there in uh Des Moines, Amen. God bless you. Thank the Lord, Amen for the great Amen testimony of the Lord. Amen and blessing. Amen. Your niece, Abby. Amen. To God, amen. That's, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Amen. Uh, we thank the Lord, amen, for um, Prophet Deborah Grayer, uh, Deborah Jones, Deborah Grayer, amen, who's on the call, amen, from Dermot, Arkansas. She can't talk. Got a lot of kids around her. Amen. She's probably laughing to herself right now, but she's got a lot of kids around her, but we thank the Lord. Down there in Arkansas, if it's warm down there, please send some of that. You and Prophecy Vet in Georgia and Arkansas, please send some of that weather up north. Nobody's saying nothing. All right, but please send it anyway. You don't have to say anything. Just send the weather this way. Thank God, amen, for you both, amen. 
want you all to know that um, um, if you saw on the uh, EMFI page, I want to continue to pray for Prophecy Vet who lost her mother, I think, two days ago. Today's Thursday, I think, uh, the other two days ago, we want to pray for her. Amen. The loss of her mother. And uh, we also want to pray for Apostle Shank and his mother. Amen. Who uh, is there in Indiana. Um, just want to keep the saints in prayer. I want to uh, pray for uh, each and every one of you. Some of you have not met <clears throat> Prophet um, <clears throat> Deborah, Deborah Grayer in uh, Arkansas. And um, want you uh, keep that name before you and pray for her. Pray for the ministry, amen, that God is establishing the work that God is establishing there in um, in that um, part of um, what's called the vineyard. Uh, we thank the Lord, amen, for the mighty workings of God, amen, in and through you all. Amen. Thank God, amen, for Dr. Shaw, amen. Oh, you know, I, I asked, um, I'm going to call here. I asked for um, goals in Arkansas and Georgia to send the weather here, but Let's go even further south and thank God for Dr. Shaw, amen, down in Florida. Send some of that Florida weather here. Amen. amen. Okay, I'll stop um, I'll stop uh, this now. So uh, we thank God, amen, for you and appreciate you on the call. If anybody has any the last things they want to say, this is the opportunity and time for you uh, to do so. Please do so. If not... I thank the Lord, amen, for you, and I'm going to ask uh, Ms. Eliza to release us in prayer, and thank you for your time. I pray that you were, uh, that something uh, refreshed you or um, caused something to come to memory, amen, to uh, be edifying, amen, in your life. Ms. Eliza, please. Amen. Father, we thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercy. We thank you, God, just for another opportunity together in your name, God. We thank you for your word. We thank you, God, for leadership, God. We thank you for the overseer. We thank you for everyone, God, for just coming in unity in your name and for your will being done in each and every one of our lives. God, we pray that we will receive your word, that your word will come alive in us, God, that we will be the disciples, the people that you call us to be, looking unto you, God, from which cometh our help, for leading God in their direction. So God bless each and every one under the sound of my voice, even as we dismiss from this call tonight, God, that you would keep us in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed upon thee. And God, we thank you and we praise you. We give you all honor and all glory in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, Amen. Have a blessed Amen. night. Amen. God bless you. Thank you all. Good night. Sure. Good night. Good night. Good night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.